recording will start soon hey we're live look at that we're off yeah, there we are it says you've started recording on my bottom corner we're so. we are on it yeah. yeah so we'll crack on um yeah so welcome everybody tuning in to listen to the podcast today we're talking everything and everything to do with as well as wellness and um, work-life balance and how you kind of get that into not only business but perhaps personal life as well um i'm joined by judith marples who i've known for a, a fair few years now and yeah she's she's a bit of, a, bit of an expert in, in kind of change management and helping people perform better and with a real i suppose history and background in hr and you can add more to that if that's okay <laughs> yeah of course i can yeah not a problem um yeah i mean i've i've been a civil servant i've been a, a senior manager in an educational organization um and there's there's often a lot of process features around process procedures things that have got to be done by particular deadlines um then you've all got all the legal side of everything and we often and forget about the human factor you know deadlines are all very well and deadlines are important and it's great to get things done but what about the person behind all of this and what about the burnout and the thing is is that different people can cope with different levels of burnout um different levels of pressure because we're all individuals and that doesn't make somebody bad at the job because they struggle with pressure mm -hmm. um not at all and it's to add to that pressure for some people is their knowledge that they struggle with pressure and therefore they feel that people are going to view them differently um i think the key thing for me a new phrase that i saw the other day on an article from the guardian um on mental health doom scrolling the fact that there is so much negativity in the news at the moment and because of that we look for more because that's what they're what's there um and it, it just it, it's, it's making everybody more depressed slower more fed up no positivity so everybody's mood just goes down yeah um with it so that it, it's such a wide and a broad subject and i think the thing is these days people are more aware than they were but they don't necessarily have the systems processes and support in place to do something about it absolutely yeah and when i was prepping for this as well one of the stats i've got going down here is i was aware of anyways mobile usage people yes. are using the numbers what 2019 it was three hours a day 2020 it was 3.7 hours a day and now last last year's survey it was four hours a day so i can only anticipate mm -hmm. it's gone up again um yeah. so totally. yeah scrolling and people just yeah being engrossed in a digital world i mean that is yeah. my work but um i think it's, it's finding a fine balance between what's useful on online and what's not it, it's it's as you say it is that balance that balance is important i think the thing is that these days is is a mobile phone it's, it's so easy isn't it it's it's in your hand all of the time it's on the table at side of you or on the chair at side of you in the house people don't switch it off and people expect a, an immediate response mm -hmm. there's been a lot of stuff for a number of years on presenteeism and i remember reading one horrific article where somebody had died i believe it was in america and everybody was used to this guy being in there first thing in the morning and still being there when everybody left and it was, was one of those roles where he wasn't interrupted very often during the day on a personal basis 
and when the cleaner came back in the following morning he was dead and he'd actually died the day before in his office in front of everybody and mm -hmm. nobody had no nobody had noticed and, and it's the fact that he was always there he was there from first thing in the morning to last thing at night and people accepted it um and brains need time to rest Mm -hmm. bodies need time to sleep and if your brain's still working and it's still rolling you're not going to sleep awesome. you're not going to rest and you're going to get slower and slower uh -huh. and slower and make more and more and more mistakes and it's about life isn't it do we work to live or do we live to work and some people are living to work instead of working so that they can live and awesome. i think that's an increasing number of people yeah, definitely, I agree with that. I think that's the vast majority of people I come across. Um, something I had to learn when I when I founded the business what eight years ago, coming from a, a teaching background, was yeah, you, you're working to live, and when you're running a business, you've got to really look after that mental health and that yes. against burnout. And managing time is a big part of that. Um, mm. You mentioned the guy who fell who, who died at work first in first out. That kind of leading by you know this is how you do it. That traditional turn up at eight in the morning you're the first one in you leave eight at night um and that that's just the way you do it which then sets a bit of a negative potentially negative experience for staff coming in because they expect that's how you work you yeah. come in with long hours and then you go home um kind of very london kind of corporate mindset mm. and i think the best was one of the benefits of a smaller business is we'll probably talk about the four day week later um is how you could be more productive in the time you've got so you've got more time to do the things you enjoy whether it's work or personal mm -hmm. and that's where a massive believer in is 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 actually switching off at five you know while yes. our standard working hours are nine to five we flex great we might do eight to four we might do eight to seven to three whatever but standard nine to five monday to friday um but once we've done at five once we've done at four we're done the phone goes off the email notifications go off absolutely you know, do not disturb i had a yeah. conversation last night so funny business contact we're going to a golf day tomorrow big corporate golf day type thing and he, and he rang me last night that's i was away he rang me it's like half past seven i'm answering it's my time yeah, exactly and then i rang him back this morning five past nine and he's like you don't answer your phone you work in communication he's having a bit of a bit of a joke with me a bit of banter yeah. with him about it but I was like, well, you know, I work nine to five and, you know, that's when I want to be communicated. Rest of it is my time. And I've got to keep that, that that separation for my own space. It's it's absolutely crucial that people do that. It, it's like, and I've done it for, for, for many years. I mean, I was I was doing something on, on my website recently in an article that I was writing. And I have been equally guilty of the working through lunch, you know, because I've, I don't, necessarily need to go into town i don't have anywhere in particular to go uh therefore i might as well keep going because i'll get stuff done mm -hmm. but in actual fact if i'd taken that half hour break on a regular basis i would have got more done mm -hmm. in that afternoon than by continuing to work through and you don't set a good example for the people around you because the people around you then feel that there's an expectation it's when you hear of managers they're clearing their emails in an evening because that's mm -hmm. what they've chosen to do. What they don't do is they don't use the options button and set the time for those emails to travel so that they can travel in the morning. They send them at the time that they've chosen to work mm -hmm. and then all their employees have got all of these emails and they're thinking, oh, well, I, I now need to work because my boss is, I need to. Um, and it's that's very, very poor self-management and poor welfare management. 
I do understand that sometimes you're in the middle of something and you think to yourself, actually, if I don't get this done, it's going to be on my mind all night. Mm -hmm. In those circumstances, yes, do that one thing and get that one thing out of the way so that you can free your mind for later on but not on a regular basis and certainly not in terms of disturbing staff um colleagues other people that you're working with suppliers whoever they are customers you know that people the world is running 24 7 the human body is not designed to run mm -hmm. 24 7 it's designed to run for so many hours of the day yeah. and taking a break and eating and letting your body digest your food is really really important we're, we're, we're getting some of us porkier and porkier and some of us thinner and thinner because we don't eat properly and we don't allow our bodies to digest the food and that's why in some in countries you know where they have longer lunches they have siestas when it's hot in the afternoon they do all of these things there when you look at their health scores they're far better than than ours are where we're fast food shovel it down still working still doing it's not good but you've got to get that habit in place and i think that's that's the thing you, you've got to be in an arena where it feels safe to practice that so people need to lead the way with it for the staff and it needs to become a habit mm -hmm. you've got to break that habit of constantly being on the go you've got to break that habit of every time your screen lights up reaching for your phone yeah even yeah turning off notifications as well being a slave to your email inbox as yeah. well That's all those thing. little circles they, yeah. they're doing my adding those little yeah. circles with the number in you yeah. know you, you feel you've got to clear them off get rid oh. of them you don't need them absolutely turn it off schedule the time right well i'm doing half an hour in the morning i'm doing half an hour before i go at half past four or five and that's my email time anything else in between if it's urgent look all if it's not exactly yeah a colleague of mine um when i was working in education um it, it was one of my staff and i got an email from a senior manager saying uh, i'm just forwarding this to you and it was an out and hours message that was on his um his computer and it said on it um i answer my emails and there was a specific time in the morning and a specific time in the afternoon if your query is urgent ring me and here's the telephone number and I wrote back to this manager and said, yes, I'm aware. I have absolutely no problem with this. Yeah. It was sensible. It, it was what was needed because you don't get the bones of the job that you've got to do if you're in one of those roles where you're at everybody's beck and call. It's got to be managed. Yeah. Um, and he was one of the, the calmest, coolest, most collected individuals and extremely efficient. And I'm sure a lot of that got to do with the fact he always had half an hour's lunch and he always had those times when he looked at his emails and he didn't touch them in between and for me that is a role model that is somebody who is a role model to follow absolutely you've got to, to that yeah i think that, that allows you then to be a hell of a lot more productive between what if you're doing half an hour in the morning you've got three three and a half hours to lunch you can dedicate that time to productive stuff for the business for, for your job whatever you're doing that can be focused have your lunch. I'm a massive fan. I mean, I've been guilty of this recently of, of not taking that half an hour. So I've actually scheduled it into my diary. Half 12 till 1, go for a walk. Take Cosmo, the, the dog out. Yeah. Go out for a walk. I've done it not all the time, to be honest. Um, but I've done it more than I had previously. Mm -hmm. uh, it's something I'm aware of I need to do more of. Because like you said there, it's about leading by example. You know, we don't want the team sat at the desk all the time. We want them to go out for mm -hmm. walks. 
using the e-bike we've got we've got an e-bike and, and so mm. using it at the moment so i think it's it's about yeah leadership as well within, within very much so yeah leading by example because i think even if you say to your staff look I, I want you to take that half hour it's really important that you take it if the weather's bad and you don't want to go out in the rain somewhere for them to go sit read a book you know, knit, whatever it is that they want to do in that time. Um, but if you don't then do it, they're going to feel uncomfortable doing it, even though you've said it's okay to do it. Yeah. Um, but I think one of the biggest things for me as well is, is is about habit. Our Especially when we're so busy and we're so drained, our subconscious mind, you know, works at a speed of light. It's, it's really, really fast. But in between all of that, it's moving your fingers and your toes and your hands and your body. It's digesting your food. It's moving your tongue when you're talking. It's seeing, it's hearing, it's smelling, the blood around your body, the digestive, you know, millions and millions and millions of tasks that it's doing. And therefore, the best way for it to work is on automatic pilot. So it works on the basis of what it thinks you want. And a lot of that is from the habits that you've formed. So the number of times that, you know, people get off the train and they walk past the coffee shop and they go in and they get a coffee and a donut or whatever it is that they've had in the morning and then continue working and they've swallowed it before they realised that that morning they'd started a diet and they had muesli or porridge for breakfast mm -hmm. and yet they've still consumed all of that why did i turn it or you move offices and you, you suddenly find yourself you know you've gone from i don't know f floor to a floor and you find yourself getting in the lift and pressing to go to f floor and go up instead of going from ground down to a because that's what you've done for years because you're on that automatic pilot and it's about breaking that and creating a new automatic pilot and we can make them and we do make them over time. Mm -hmm. um, but you've got to be conscious about what it is that you're doing and, and to, to form those habits and be kind to yourself. I think that's one of the biggest things, you know. Um, we're not always, we can be kind to other people. Some people can anyway. Yeah, some people can. Yeah, there's always some people out there that are not so kind to others, but mm -hmm. it, it takes everybody to, you know, to make up a world. It'd be very boring if we were all the same as we've said before. <laughs> um, but we're very rarely kind to ourselves. And I think that that's really a key feature is being kind to yourself. But as I say, my biggest thing is is about leading by example. There's so much more awareness about the damage that lack of support, lack of mental health support, lack of physical support. Um, and, and I understand it's it's hard for organisations. It's even harder at the moment because we're worried about our fuel bills at home. Their fuel bills will be going up through the roof, especially if they're in manufacturing or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, people's jobs potentially are at risk is your worst case scenario because of all of these situations um that are going on out there at the moment so there are all of those pressures but the more pressures you put on your staff the slower they'll get the closer the deadlines you make for them the more they'll miss there's got to be the human factor and i think the four day week we said we were going to talk about the four day week and i think this is an example of mm -hmm. of putting that four day week in 
people are rested more by having had three days and are therefore more productive. Everybody's like, well, why are they more productive on four days rather than five, you know, longer hours and all this sort of thing? Mm -hmm. And no, not necessarily so. There are some companies that have trialed the four-day week and they've not extended the working day. It's still the same. Mm -hmm. The people are getting that work done, but they're saying that they feel so, so much better. Um, they, they did this exercise many years ago. I remember they were, they were running it in Leeds for a while. So it's not as new as people think. And then a couple of the companies, when they'd done their exercise and they'd had the feedback and they'd looked at the figures and they'd been more productive and more things have been done. And the staff said that they felt better. And then they popped back to the five day week. Which makes no sense. Which doesn't make any sense at all, does it? You know, and you, you sort of stand there befuddled thinking, well, why did you do it? Well, it was only a trial. We only agreed to do it for this period of time. But it's your figures are so much better. I know, but we only agreed to do it for the short period of time. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. It's genuinely something we're looking at at the moment is we, we know another um, agency in Leeds that are actually on the UK pilot um, for this four-day week. And I've known her for a while and I'm trying to and that kind of stuff. It's just picking her brain. Oh, actually, is it working? You know, behind closed doors, tell me the truth, not the public facing being yeah. how is it actually working? And everything you said is what she's noticed. And I'm sat there thinking, yeah, well, it's great. Because if in theory you could still you know do your Monday to Thursday after Friday off, someone else in the team could maybe do Tuesday to Friday. So you still got that outside. You got your cover, yeah. You cover. Um, but internally your team's got the four days and then three days off mm. and I, I like the idea as, as a as a well as a person let alone a business owner I like that I think it'd be nice to to try and to do and to see what the impact is um but my the thing that I keep coming back to does it then become six months a year two years down the line that everyone's fine that the, they're technically getting paid more because they're doing less hours um and they've got more time back and there's a value in that but does it become like, I suppose, a non-normal Monday to Friday is at the moment. On Friday afternoon, everyone's knackered, can't be bothered, switches off, reads emails, does everything but work, so you're wasting half a day. Does that then become, right, on a Thursday afternoon, that becomes a new Friday afternoon, so you, you end up doing less? I don't know. I don't know, and I think that's one of the things that the only way that we're ever going to find that out is to to try it over a longer period of time because then you sort of think to yourself, to go down to a three-day week starts to sound nonsensical and the chances of you being able to make the right level of profit in three days, which was previously five days, to be able to sustain and grow your company and continue to pay that wage because people are not losing a day's pay by going down to four days, as you say quite rightly their wages going up effectively um during that time um i think it's one of those things that only time will tell i i appreciate for some of the the manufacturing and the engineering organizations they are also bound by the amount of time it takes for processors through their machines to run mm -hmm. and, and to actually go through that process and Though they're probably fast, well, they will be a lot faster now than they were 10, 20 years ago because machinery and et cetera has moved on. But can they speed it up fast enough, mm -hmm. safely enough, in order to be as productive at that level and then give their people a four-day week? So I do recognise that there are going to be significant challenges within that significant. Yeah. Um, but I think where it's possible 
I don't think it's a bad thing to do because we've seen the benefits that it has to people in having those three days rest. You know, at the moment, Saturday, everybody rushes around. They do the shopping. They get everything in. They do the cleaning, all this sort of thing. They rest on a Sunday, and by the middle of Sunday afternoon, they're already thinking about work. Yeah. Whereas that extra day gives them a play day in effect, doesn't it? It gives a day for them to do whatever it is that they want to do, either on their own or with families. Um, you know, it it allows the brain to rest and relax. It allows the tension in the body and the muscles to then relax. Yes. Which enables people then to be more effective when they come back and they're not coming back to a desk in pain or, you know, a physical job in pain because the, the body's had even the, the top athletes they take rest days they don't train all yeah. the time constantly because they, they'd kill the muscles they burn the muscles out yeah i think that's that's, that's true obviously i think it's easy for some some sectors some industries some people yes I think, yeah. if you, I think where i can see it going um will be the four day week that'll become a norm for some sectors fine mm. being one of them that's easy to do um because over the last few years covid been a point that we've had to move online and do remote work and do what we're doing now yep. doing everything online it's made it easy i mean we've got clients more clients across the country now than we've ever had and mm. touching in with them via 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 zoom via meet whatever um but my point is that it i think people will do the four day week they'll become flexi hours so you've got childcare and all that stuff you'll end up yep. doing split shifts hours to suit there'll be a lot more i suppose more empowerment of staff and staff will be able to choose the hours of work within that kind of four days. But mm. they, I think the challenge then becomes the business owner that you obviously need to make sure you're measuring that level of productivity. Yes. I think there will be still, you'll, there'll be a need for time tracking and time management um, to help with accountability and tracking those numbers because obviously you're taking a lot of. I, I think so. Again, I think it depends on, on the organization. Um, I mean, I've distance managed people before across the whole of the country, and I haven't had to know what time they started work, what time they took a break, went to the loo, whatever it was, and what time they finished work. As long as when I'm checking out with clients or customers that the service is still as good as it's ever been and they are doing their work, mm. I don't really need to know when they do it, except for there is that concern of if they are trying to cram it all into four days and you can't see them, do we have the presenteeism thing? Yeah. So are they working seven till 11 on four days to do the work that they need to do? And I think you need to know your staff well enough to know what speed they can actually work at and sustain. I think the problem comes when you get new members of staff that you've only interviewed and you don't know terribly well because we all have slightly different speeds, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in, in doing things. So I think it's a bit of a balance, but I think there is a danger. And I've spoken to managers about this in the past when they've been put on a different floor to where the staff is or the staff are working from home. Well, I, want, I need to be able to see what they're doing. I need, And the con they spend more time logging in to see whether their staff are logged in than they're doing actually doing their work because they're busy monitoring what the staff are doing and actually they're doing nothing. Well, we don't pay you to monitor what your staff are doing to that extent. Yeah. So I think there needs to be a level of trust until it's shown that something's not working. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so maybe measuring more based off the outputs and, and service deliverables. Yeah, yeah. Rather than actual time spent. Yeah. That kind of makes more sense. Mm. 
Um, it's balance again, isn't it? I think this is the thing. Um, yeah. Because monitoring other people can be equally as stressful on the person that's doing the monitoring as it can be on the people that are being monitored. You know, if you feel you've got Big Brother on your, on your shoulder all of the time, you spend more time thinking about that than you're doing actually doing the work. It's yeah. like the pop-ups, you know, that come up on people's computers every time they've got an email. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and there's been research that's been done on that and people have time managed that. So the pop-up comes up, so the person glances over. So they've already lost connection with what they're doing. They then go to the pop-up, to go to the email, to decide that actually it doesn't matter, it can wait, to then go back, then to see where they'd got to, then to read through it, then to start all of that work. Uh -huh. You can lose an hour or more a day of somebody's work because they've done that process. Yeah. So sure. again, get rid of your pop-ups, get them switched off because they just, they, they take you away. If you're doing a task, set yourself a time limit and concentrate on that task until something pings and then you know that you've done it for two hours. If you've not completed it in two hours, then you were probably a bit, um, I don't know. You've set yourself too great a challenge, so we say a bit too optimistic. Yeah, move on <laughs> to a different task. Exactly. But if you have completed it and you've completed it before, before it pings, great, because you've given all of your attention to that one task, you'll, you'll be quicker. And, and you'll learn to time yourself better. You know, some, some people are over ambitious. You need to be realistic. If, if you think something's going to take you half an hour, then set an hour and a half. You know, always triple your time. Yeah. And that way, then you gain time by doing it. But at least you get your tasks done. And it's these little hints and, and, and tips that you can provide to people in terms of time management. Time management is not... We can't manage time. It's 24 hours a day. It runs at that same speed every day. What we can is manage our time within what we've got. Yeah. But we have to be realistic, I think. We need to be kind to ourselves uh, when we're in there. And expectations of others need to fit within it Yeah. when, when they're doing it. Absolutely, because I think you become that kind of, we've all got 24 hours in a day, that's, that's, that's a constant. But it's mm -hmm. how, we, how we work with that time we've got to be as productive as possible so we've got that work-life balance and we've got that time to spend with the kids, the family, the dog, hobbies, interests, read a book, whatever it is. Um, and I think to become that master of time would be definitely something I'd encourage anyone, business owners or people or anyone in... Anybody. Anybody. Um, really? One of my favourite things to do is I mean, I do this, this is something I actually do. So on a Monday morning, I'll come down, I'll brain dump on a piece of paper, blank piece of paper in my book, brain dump everything, everything that's on my mind. I've got this to do, 70, 70 different things to do. Great, fine. Then I'll take my Kobe Matrix, Eisenhower Matrix, if you've come across mm. that. Little, little, um, little quadrant. I went out and fetched it. <laughs> hey, love it. Love my Kobe Matrix. So it's on it's my. brilliant. Yeah. So easy to use. Yeah. yeah. So then, for those that don't, I haven't come across it, definitely have a look at it. But mm. in its essence, it's a quadrant, urgent, important versus not urgent, not important. And it's everything. So it allows you to organize tasks, but it's stuff that's urgent, need doing, stuff that could be delegated, stuff that could be done later, and stuff that really just a waste of time. Mm. Um, so then I'll take my list, my brain dump, if you like, turn that into my quadrants. Then I'll, I'll go one step further and do the Ivy Lee method. And then I'll, I'll look at the top six things. And I need to be done that day. And then, like you said earlier, I time slice them. 
right yes. well these six things i've got a proposal to do i've got a podcast to do today i've got a training session this afternoon i've got a few sales follow-up phone call to do i've got a bit of um, email management to do so that's five things already and then something else that'll pop in in the, from the inbox then i'll organize that time put my time slices in my google calendar and then before i go home and i get all that done that's my my task i'll check my emails at half four just before five o'clock i'll spend the last 10 minutes setting my next tasks for tomorrow so then yeah. when i when i'm done i'm done i know what i need to do tomorrow i can come in right i've got this to do i've got this to do and this to do great i can switch off go for a walk window go for a run play football do what i want to do happy days and and to a certain extent it allows you to to, to sleep and and rest you know i mean the number of times that i've woken up going through a list of things that i need to do that are not written down on paper and trying to remember them which means that's what i've been dreaming about you know i'm not been dreaming about anything nice oh. because i've woken up thinking about all of those things um and and people say well put the light on and and you know and and, and sit well they, they say write it down get up and write it down it's like yeah but if i do that i've got to put a light on or i've got to put a screen up to be able to put it in and as we know blue light white light it affects you know your mind thinks oh morning here we go bright eyed and it takes you ages to get back to sleep again and i think as well it's for for healthy living it's about having a bedtime routine that allows you to shut off all of these electronic things but you know you kids have got them in the bedroom you, beds are for sale with televisions that come up in front of you you know you can watch your television while you're in bed yeah. um and i can see some of that to a certain extent but the point is is you've got all those waves you've got all that screen all that light mm -hmm. in the wrong place at the wrong time bedrooms are bedrooms for a reason there's yeah. things that you do there that don't shouldn't involve you know work for example it shouldn't be in in these places parts of your house need to be sacrosanct i think one of the hardest things that some of the people i was working with during the lockdown that were working from home was not having a designated area a lot of people were working on kitchen tables because that's always available mm. but so were other members of the family or other members of family that were home and they're coming in and out and backwards and forwards there's there's that but then on top of that that work didn't go away it just stayed on the kitchen table you know and i was saying to people get a box get a box pick it up put it in the box and put the lid on the box yeah. because otherwise it invades your home if you haven't got the physical space get it in a box yeah. you don't need to be walking past it so there's so many different things that we can do but if we don't do this instead you know people used to die because everything was physical labor and they wore themselves out physically Mm -hmm. so they died young if we're not careful we'll be dying young because we've worn those brains out and because we can't see the brain people tend to forget about it you know somebody's got a broken leg there's the fun of writing on the pot into it and everybody can see it and i can see pots come off so it must be getting better uh, somebody's got a broken brain you don't see the bandage on it we can't put a pot on it mm -hmm. it's such a vital vital part of the human body Obviously, it's the main part, isn't it? Really? Well, it is absolutely. absolutely yeah, some people uh, questionable whether some people have a brain, but that's a different discussion. <laughs> that's a different thing <laughs> But it's it? no, it's so. I think because there's there's so much stuff that's available. I think 
employers really need to start to look um and i don't know that it's necessarily just hr's responsibility because like everybody else hr is an advisory thing and it's there for employment law like finance is there for financial things i think organizations need to look to designate either training or systems or processes or something that is available there that anybody can can log into and take some time out to learn and understand about how their brain works just the same as they understand how their muscles work so that they know my back's aching so i need to support it well my brain's aching yes you can take a pile of drugs but actually no you need to know how to support it uh, and to, for staff to be able to have access to stuff and for managers to lead the way if you want to do your emails at 10 o'clock at night and it's a conscious decision on your part then that's fine mm -hmm. but going to options and set them to travel at a reasonable time in the morning it's two extra clicks it's you know it, it's nothing and you'll have a far better response from your staff more caring staff and you'll get more out of them mm -hmm. yeah my, the, my team i like to laugh because i would schedule my emails right in the morning so then yeah. some days they'll get 10 emails at you in the morning oh yeah chris has been really busy <laughs> i know yeah. well i scheduled it but it's, it's always, always makes it for a good chuckle yeah um, but it means that they've not had to look not not felt that they've got to look at them overnight that they've not felt that they've got to deal with them overnight yeah. and and that's caring for the staff those emails need to travel one way or another whether we like it or not but it's about them traveling at a time that is going to have least impact negatively and best impact positively as in i'm at my desk it's here mm -hmm. i can now deal with it because i can access what i need to know to deal with it Absolutely. It look, looks like we're kind of running out of time. Yeah. Well, we knew this was going to happen, yeah. weren't we? So, so maybe yeah. maybe a final final thought, maybe a top tip or something for somebody to take charge of their mental health and work-life balance. I think one of my top tips for people generally is to take some time to write down during the day what it is that they're actually doing for two or three days a week all of the time that they're awake i know it sounds like a bit of a pain but actually just look at what it is that you've been doing all day how long have you gone backwards and forwards from emails and all sorts of other things mm -hmm. and set yourself it's two tips isn't it set yourself a timetable you know at school we had timetables you went from here to there you knew when your breaks were you knew what you got to do when you knew when you were going to do your homework if you were going to do your homework uh -huh. um, but but you knew and you got an awful lot done we scatterbrain we do 20 30 different things at once please 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 stop doing that and i'm going to do this here and this here and if necessary shut your emails down so you can't see them popping up yep. you know if, if, if you if you don't know how to switch the, the the bucket thing you know you pop up on the bottom switch the whole thing off because it comes up fast enough turn the face of your phone over and turn the sound off unless you've got children in school or something like that but put things like my phone everybody the people that matter the most to me the people whose call i will answer 24 7 choose what Mm -hmm. and there's only six of those they all have their own tune so i know who it is 
Everybody else is on a standard tune. If the standard tune goes off, I ignore it. If one of those six comes up, then I'll answer it. That's a cool tip. I've never thought about it. The rest of it, I, I got. never heard the, the, the ringtone, Pete. That's such a really good point. Yeah. Um, that's a good tip. Um, so kind of, I suppose, one word summarise that might, might be focus. Focusing your time, focusing your efforts mm. will, will stop a lot of stress and, and stuff building out into, into your work-life balance. Yeah. And then I suppose if I can add my, my two pens would be just to, Judy passed me before we came on this was I was the holiday the two weeks off um it was good it was brilliant I was at that point of absolute burnout I've been working on the hamster wheel for the last two years no holiday really um because of covid pandemic running the business on that hamster wheel and then I could feel myself getting to that point where I just can't concentrate anymore making mistakes I'm exhausted mentally, physically. I'm, I'm even rubbish at football. I can't kick straight. I'm, I'm, everything was just going wrong. I was like, oh, we need a holiday. Um, and it's my 40th as well. So we, we booked two weeks down in Anglesey and we went down and we switched off. People, people asked me what I did. Walked the dog at the beach and that's it. Yeah. Two weeks, dog walking, nothing. Mm. Um, so my tip really for anyone would be to, to make sure you schedule your holidays in advance book them out for the whole year so you've got something to look forward to as well yeah and and, and then... stick with them you know whether you're self-employed or whoever you are stick with it and and enjoy it i mean i admired your honesty because we had a meeting book didn't we just before that when the temperatures went through the roof <laughs> yeah and you actually said to me can can we move it because it's you know it concentrating in this heat is really really difficult to do and it wasn't a crucial meeting so it wasn't a problem and I admire your honesty in doing that because that was also what I needed mm. I needed not to have to take that meeting at that time because of the conditions and pe more people need to be honest about how they feel like you were at that point mm. in time and like you've just been out being there mm. and, and that's an admirable trait yeah, we need to be honest about ourselves. Yeah, I, absolutely. When it's five degrees in this office, it's like a blooming greenhouse. And yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. So it's not neither no good for man the beast, as they say. Exactly. I think I think that particular day we ended up we agreed as a team. It was like right, it's going to be five degrees on Monday. I think it was. Um, how do you feel about like a, a seven till two type job absolutely. on Monday? So one off. We yeah. all agreed. We did that, and then afterwards we all clocked off at two o'clock. We took Cosmo and the team, and we all went down to the river um cosmo only went for 15 minutes for those just to get that one out there yeah. quick dip in the river and we went off and then the team stayed there and did did what they wanted to do with their friends mm -hmm. down at the beach um but that was more productive than trying to force a nine till five in the heat yeah yeah, yeah. everyone was happy you, you'd have just exhausted everybody and and as you say one thing would have got done if yeah. you were looking yes it's, yeah i like that we need to do this and the good thing about being a small business you can you can do that but i think i don't see any reason why um large businesses in some circumstances can't do that mm -hmm. you know if you, as I, I i'll go back to if you've got i can hear the manufacturers out there <laughs> yes i agree with you you can't just go turning your machines off or your furnaces off or a whole range of other things that you've got off but there will be some things that you can do. Mm -hmm. So instead of blanketly saying, I can't, let's let's start being positive. Everything is so negative. It's all about what's going wrong. It's all about what's falling down. 
And there are some mega size challenges for people personally and professionally at the moment, some horrendous ones. But for every challenge, there's an opportunity. And we need to start to look, okay, well, I can't do this, but I can do that. Mm -hmm. And concentrate on what you can do, not what you can't. And it's, it is easier said than done. But the more you practice it, the more it becomes core cool to who you are, the better chance you have of being able to achieve it. And and having a more successful life, a happier life, um, you know, we, without being physically burnt out or mentally burnt out and, and not living. Yeah. Going backwards and forwards to work every single day, unless you absolutely, totally, completely enjoy every second of that job. And some people do. There are some people that do. But if your job is not your whole total dream and life mm -hmm. because that's how you want it to be then you're not living you're existing yeah a great way to finish i like like that i'll add anything else just to spoil it so thank you very much for your time it's been great talking to you Chris, as always oh so I'll, I'll stop recording thank you